You're listening to episode 35 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. As Brene Brown would say, can we take a minute today and rumble with some vulnerability? Today's episode, we are talking all about comparison, how to break through it, what happens when we do it, and the dangers of it, and how we can actually use it to catapult things forward. I have yet to meet anyone at any level that hasn't encountered this struggle. It robs us of our joy, our momentum, our creativity, our courage, but it's a practiced habit. We weren't born comparing. So what does that mean? It means that we choose, even though it feels innate, we choose to compare. We've learned this behavior. When we were little kids, I remember vividly, and I still have pictures to prove it, going out of the house dressed like no human should dress. I had like swim goggles on, my boy cousin's army shorts with a Ninja Turtle shirt and a tutu over it and two different color shoes. I mean, I did not compare to anyone because I was just doing me. But we learn over time to start comparing and looking at what other people are doing, which means it becomes this learned behavior, but it is ultimately something, even if it's subconsciously, that we're choosing. And there's so much more for us on the other side of comparison, more happiness, more drive, more success, more life. So today we're talking about the dangers of comparison and how to get to that other side. Let's do it. Do you want to know why I feel totally qualified to speak on this topic? Because I'm a master at it. Now, let me explain. I don't mean that I'm a master at not doing it. I am a master at comparing myself to other people. I've chosen comparison over and over and over again and again in my life. And I've become now so keenly aware of how devastating its effects are on my life. In the last year or so, I've become so aware that it's actually driving me freaking crazy. And I have to do conscious exercises to not do it because I know that it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve me as a person, as a mother, as a wife as a brand, as a business owner, as a mentor, and as a leader. I've become obsessed with identifying when I'm comparing, and I've started actively setting out to reverse that trend in my life. Recently, I attended an annual conference that I go to each year, and at this conference, they were recognizing leaders in our industry. And I was being recognized on stage for being one of the top leaders in our industry, and it was such an honor but I almost sucked the joy right out of that moment. Leading up to it, now I'm at this conference, my husband came with me and we brought our youngest daughter because I'm still breastfeeding and we're a package deal. And it's always just so awesome to have, we, each year we've brought one of the kids individually to this event and it's so nice to get that quality one-on-one time. This is actually the first time our daughter, Abby, ever had that quality one-on-one time because she's always with her older siblings. But we're at this event and I'm getting ready and I brought two different gowns to wear up on stage. And this is in an arena of about 30, almost 30,000 people. I already have nerves from having to go up there and all these different things, but I, I made this decision ahead of time. 
I'm going to do me. I'm a breastfeeding mother. I'm going to have my little baby in the audience. I'll probably have to feed her randomly throughout the event. I want to feel comfortable. I have to walk up these like really scary glass looking steps to get to this stage in front of all these people. I don't do great in heels. I don't know if I really want to, like, I'm just not feeling these gowns. I don't think I'll even really be able to comfortably feed the baby if I'm wearing one of these things. So I just, in the moment, in my hotel room before the event, I made the decision, I'm just going to do me. I am most comfortable in jeans, in jeans and flat shoes. And I just want to be me. So I made that choice. I was confident in that choice. And I was ready to rock what I was wearing up on stage, no matter what anyone else was going to be wearing that night. Then I arrived at the event and I started looking around and I realized that I was the only one in jeans, the only one that was going to be recognized up on stage in front of these people in jeans. All the other women had gowns on and the men were dressed to the nines. So now I'm sitting there nursing the baby also the only one having to nurse their baby in the stands, waiting to be recognized, and I'm starting to panic. And then they call us over to the side, so we're going kind of backstage to be able to come up on stage. There are photographers and videographers there, and there's media there, and I'm like, oh my god, am I real? Maybe I just won't go. Like, I don't need to go. They can just call my name, and no one has to see what I'm wearing. I was freaking out. And I said to my husband, uh, I don't I don't think I'm actually going to go up. Maybe I'll just stay here with you guys. It's totally fine. You know, I don't need the recognition. And he looks at me and he says, Elizabeth, when we were leaving that hotel room, you were pretty confident in what you were wearing, right? You felt good about it? I said, yeah. He said, so what's changed? It was comparison. I felt like a million bucks until I had a room full of of people to compare myself to. And I felt that debilitating feeling of like, I don't know what to do because now all of a sudden I'm comparing what I should be doing to what everybody else is doing. And I don't feel like I know how to do me anymore. I almost robbed myself of the joy of that experience. And what's funny to me is that I then put up a post on Instagram recently talking about that exact experience with a picture of me and evidence that I really was the only one in jeans. And I couldn't get over the response from you guys. You guys have felt like a misfit and like you've compared yourself to other people for so long. So that was the inspiration for this episode. It had to be talked about because I know there are so many people sitting behind their screens or their desk or in their everyday life as a mom or as a wife, comparing to other people, and they are robbing themselves of the victories and the glory and the joy of the life that they're living. So let's talk about that joy for a second. Here's what I've personally experienced and discovered. We experience joy only when we are fully entrenched in a moment, without time for judgment or comparison of that moment. Joy and comparison, they can't coexist. And people might say something like, well, what about when I'm comparing my life, okay, to someone who's worse off than me, and I see that my life's pretty good. Okay, that's not joy. Joy is pure and doesn't step on others to feel victorious, okay? So no, even in that scenario, they don't coexist. 
Has there ever been a time when you pin yourself up against someone else that you admire and then your first reaction to seeing that other person and their element was joy? Likely not. If you're going through life and you feel like there are so many times where you're not feeling that happiness, you're not feeling that fulfillment in the moment, likely there's some level of comparison there. Even for me, I'll give you an example. I mean, I'll be home. At the end of the day, I check out of work. I'm with the kids. I'm cooking dinner. And my mind starts thinking about how something as simple as like, I come from a big Italian family. I'm not cooking the sauce as well as my, my nana does. Or I'm not able to juggle the kids and cook at the same time. I wish I were a better mom. Or, okay, I'm taking care of the kids, but like I have a bad attitude right now and I'm stressed and I don't know how to manage all the different things. And I feel like I have this laundry list of things that I need to do in my business. So I just, I can't feel joy in the moment instead of being fully immersed in that moment and being present and seeing all the blessings in it and not worrying about what I could be. Because you can compare yourself to a lot of different things. I'm going to break this down. You can compare yourself to other people. You compare yourself to a past version of yourself. And you can compare yourself to what the potential you could be. And all those things could be a detriment to you. So if you're seeking more joy, be in the moment. Be present. Let go of whatever it is that you might let your brain wander to that would strip that happiness and that fulfillment out of whatever it is that you're doing in that moment. Another thing that comparison does, and I think this is a huge one for creatives, for entrepreneurs, for people in any business, entrepreneurs, people in corporate spaces or other businesses and industries, it doesn't matter, authors, speakers, it can totally strip you of your creativity. Let me just tell you, like this is straight up fact. There is a magic inside of you and you have your own compass and your own guide your gut, your God, your intuition, that's guiding you. That knows if you're on the right path. But as soon as you start to compare, as soon as you start to look at other people in your industry, other people doing things like what you're doing, other people writing those books, you lose sight of that guide. You start trying to lean on other people and other things as your guide. When was the last time you did what you you, 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 only you, knew was right for you. Not what you thought would be perceived as right. There's a difference. Not what you thought was right based on someone else's standards. Not what you wanted to be right. What you felt called to do. That whisper. When was the last time you heard the whisper and you did what it said? Nothing, nothing stifles my creativity more than looking at what someone else is doing. Even if I set out to get ideas or inspiration, which is a thing, like Pinterest exists for that very reason, what ultimately happens to me is that whatever ideas or truths that were once my own are now being sculpted, even if it's just slightly, by what someone else is doing. And as I craft my own thing, I start comparing it to someone else's. And maybe when it would have had sharp edges, I round the edges. And maybe when I used it, would have used certain words, I used different words because, well, this is how this person is doing it. And it's getting a really positive reaction. So if I want to get a really positive reaction, I should do it like them. And I start to take away my opportunity to pour me and my gifts and my truth and what my gut is telling me to do. And it gets tainted. 
And sometimes I can't even see it. And that, I think, is when we're in creation mode, when we're writing content, when we're hosting a podcast, when we are speaking to other people, when we're hosting an event, when we're creating courses, when we're just doing all the things where we just, something feels a little off. You know what I mean? Like where you're, you're writing the emails or you're doing the things and you're like, "Mm, I just, I'm not enjoying this. I feel like I'm not in a groove with it. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I'm just not creative today. No, you're creative every day. That magic is living inside of you dying to get out, but it's being trapped because you're comparing to other people. You're comparing to other things and you're stifling that creativity. This episode's a perfect example of that. I had this topic in mind. I told you guys about my experience when I was about to go up on stage and I felt inspired and just called. The whisper was totally in me and I said, oh, this has to come out into the world. So what was the first thing I went to do before I went to record this? I started to find myself Googling this topic to see what other people were saying on comparison. Are there any other podcasts that spoke about it? How about some blog posts? And as I'm like mid-typing in the search bar, I stopped myself and said, what am I doing? This is exactly what I need to talk about today because this is going to all of a sudden change the course of this episode. If I see what other people are doing, if I compare what I had once in my head and on my heart to speak to, and I start reading what other people's messages are, and I start listening to what other podcasts might say on this topic, or seeing social media posts on comparison, I've lost sight of my own story, my own vision for what I wanted to bring to you guys based on what I know to be true. So it's not that you can't get inspiration elsewhere. It's not that you can't learn from other people. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But when you're in that mode of creativity, when you're bringing something into the world, my recommendation to avoid this pitfall is to go inward first. Like do a huge brain dump, create, write, draw, capture the image, operating only on what you feel in that moment. Do that work first. And then as needed, you can go outward, you can tweak, you can learn from other people, but you don't want to taint that messaging and change it because we want more of you. We want your message, your heart, your creativity. In that same vein, I want to talk about momentum because that's another thing that comparing can totally put the kibosh on. Have you ever watched when you're watching the Olympics and you see a sprinter? Have you ever seen what happens when they try to look to the side and see what the other sprinters are doing. Where are they? How close are they to me? Are they gaining? Are they ahead of me? They lose steam. But the sprinters who are dead set and hyper-focused on where they're going, their mission, their end game, their powerhouses. Here's what kills me. I do this all the time. But I also see it in my mastermind members, my clients, my peers. I'll be in that mode of creation. I'll be pulling from the inside out like I talked about, building up that steam, creating something powerful. And then I go to get a pulse on what other people are doing. And there I go. I just slash one of my tires. Stay in your lane. Know what you're fighting for. Know your mission and stay committed to that journey. Set your goals with such a deep-rooted intention and give them their own meaning and then stay committed to them. 
I've created some of the best content when I've done it in that vacuum. And I've created some of the worst content when I've been trying to take a pulse on what's going on around me. It's none of my damn business what's going on around me. If it's not going to serve me and my mission, I have to stop myself from doing it. And this takes so much discipline because we live in the noisiest world that has ever existed. We're constantly bombarded in our news feeds and through marketing and emails of what everybody else is doing. It's so easy. Like I can open up my inbox innocently wondering if my cousin responded to my email that I sent her and I can see 10 emails from other influencers and entrepreneurs and I can be like, oh, I should have done an email campaign like that. Oh, why didn't I think of that? That's a really good subject line. My subject lines suck. And it's like, I just suck the momentum and the steam of what I'm doing and what I'm building right out of the situation because all of a sudden I get in this spiral going in the complete opposite direction. Instagram can be deadly. It's a photo sharing app. It's a place where people share really pretty things. It's really easy to compare to what you're seeing in that newsfeed. I had to get to a place where I actually started to fill my newsfeed with only things that inspired me. And I had to unfollow the things that were invoking that trigger of comparison and slowing me down. I started to realize I had this, this mission, this feeling in my core that there's so much more for me to bring into this world. And I felt like, why am I moving at a pace that I know I'm capable of of more? And I realized that I was slowing myself down every time I saw something pop up that triggered that feeling of comparison. So I just removed that temptation. And that's a tough thing to do because that meant unfollowing a lot of people I really love, but it wasn't serving my journey. It's social media. Like, who cares? It's not, I know people think it's the end of the world to be unfollowed or like to lose, quote, a friend on Facebook, but it's it's not that I'm cutting them out of my life. I'm taking it out of my freaking social media feed. Let's not be dramatic about it. It's just like, it was causing a problem for me. And I wasn't secure enough yet to not be rattled by what I was seeing. So I had to infuse my environment with more positivity and more stuff that actually inspired that momentum versus slowed it down. One of the last things I want to talk about is success, this idea of success. And I think that's the trap. Like we, like I said, can compare ourselves to others and to different versions of ourselves. But when it comes to success, especially on social media, how on earth can you compare your own level of success to someone else's? First of all, you might define success completely different than the person you're looking at. You're seeing them with their really nice car and their beautiful home and they just paid off all their debt and they're jet setting and they're traveling and they're doing all those things. But behind the scenes, their marriage is falling apart and their kids hardly know them. And their value system is really different from yours. You're seeing the superficial, you're seeing what can be seen. You know, you're seeing that image that they portray and that they want to portray. And to that point, it's what they want to portray. A dead broke person can make it look like they're rich if they want to on social media. 
a person going through a really tough time in their marriage can make it look like their marriage is perfect. So much depends on how you define success. And if you're in this place of struggling financially and you see someone with the nice stuff, all of a sudden you're comparing and you're saying, I wish I had that and I want that. But ultimately, maybe that's not what you want. You just want peace and they don't have peace. You just want security. And really, in a lot of ways, they don't have security. One of my all-time favorite books is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. This guy was in a Nazi concentration camp, and he found peace and purpose in his life. His version of success was to have that purpose. It wasn't to have any of the physical things that we might strive for in our lives the tangible things. It was this inner peace. And it was giving his life meaning despite the fact that the world around him told him that he was meaningless. So why do I bring that up? Because perception, it becomes your reality. And what you perceive to be true, behind the scenes might not really be true. And you have to define your own version of success and fight for that. Protect that. And don't let what anyone else is doing define it for you. When was that last time that you defined success? Like, what would you love your life to look like? What do you want? What is a perfect day in the life? Someone else's perfect day might be your worst nightmare. It literally might be the complete opposite of what you ever want. We talk about it all the time. Like, this is a show that talks about business, building a business. You'll see people who are crushing it, I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, in business and building something that from the outside looking in looks incredible. They've got all the success that you can see, but they're a slave to their business. They never have time for the things they want. They have no freedom. That would be my worst nightmare. That's the opposite of what I'm building and what I've built. So I could see that image and not realize what's going on behind the scenes. And then it totally morphs what I think my version of success is. So own your version of it and live it and fight for it and protect it. And don't compare it to someone else's because likely what you're seeing isn't the whole story. Truthfully, though, my biggest struggle is not comparing myself to other people. It's comparing myself to me, to the past versions of myself can be just as dangerous as comparing myself to someone else. When I started to get better at putting my blinders on when it came to others, I was doing that really well, but I totally forgot that that left me with blinders on to other people, but not to me. For example, I'm in this postpartum journey. It's my third time. I'm in a different stage of life. Things are different than the first time I had a kid and the second time I had a kid, but I compare myself and I scroll through my phone like my daughter's five months and I'll scroll through to when my son was five months and my daughter was five months and look at myself in those images and say, oh, why am I not as fit as I was at that point in my previous pregnancies or postpartum journeys? Oh, that's so disappointing. Or I wonder how much I weighed. Like I start beating myself up and I do it in our marriage. It's like, why don't we have all the time in the world and that spark that we had the first week we met? Well, maybe because we have three kids, three businesses and a crazy life. And our marriage is so much richer and deeper than our relationship ever was in the past. But I'm just looking at those surface things and comparing myself today to that person, you know, eight years ago. 
I do it in business and it's dangerous. And it's just as dangerous comparing myself to the future self saying, I have all this potential. I know I'm capable of so much, but why aren't I there? Why aren't I where I know I can be? And I get down about it. But here's the thing. You can spin that on its head. I think there can be some good to be found in comparing yourself today to a different version of yourself if you have the discipline and the security and the confidence to channel that into motivation, to channel that into the catapult that you need to start working towards that version of you. If I look at my marriage today and I compare it to maybe my marriage a few years ago and I say, man, there was some really good stuff going on a few years ago. I want that back. I'm going to work towards that. I know I can have it and I'm going to fight for that. That's good. But if you look at it and you just beat yourself up over it, not so good. Slowing yourself down, stripping yourself of the joy, not finding the success you want. You're listening to this show because you're ready to scale up. Like you want to go next level in your life, in your health, in your business, in your relationships, as a leader, in all the different areas. This is something that you've got to work on. You've got to focus on because you have gifts. They are already in you. They are etched on your soul and taking from other people and looking at how other people are doing things is slowing that scaling process down dramatically. You want to level up in all these different areas of your life. You want more income. You want more joy. You want to be more present. You want to be wealthier, healthier, happier, any of those things. It's going to require you to stop the comparison game. It's going to require you to say, I know that it's in me. Now, this is not to say don't receive from other sources, don't study, don't read, don't listen. No, no, no. Do all those things, but from a place of inspiration and knowledge gaining and learning and opportunity, not from a place of comparison. When you're working on something, do a brain dump. Get everything from the inside out before you go to the outside sources. Do those kind of things for one week and see how you feel. I can guarantee if you truly are eliminating that comparison from your everyday, you're going to be a different person. You're going to experience life through a whole new lens. You're going to be amazed by what you've been missing. And this takes practice because as much as that you you learned this behavior and you put it into your everyday practice, you're going to have to practice to get yourself out of it. You're going to have to learn this new behavior because it's really unnatural to you right now. You have to get back to that girl showing up to school with her swim goggles on and her Ninja Turtle shirt and her army shorts and her two different color shoes and know that you're rocking it because that's you. If this episode spoke to you, do me a favor. Can you please take a screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me? Because here's what I want to do. I want to shout you out to the masses. I want to connect with more people who are ready to scale up their lives and connect us worldwide because we are on a mission together. And it's so powerful. And if you really love the show, can you go subscribe and leave a review? 
It's how I'm able to get this message out to more people. And it's how we're able to bring such incredible guests onto the show for you. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.